everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Dads and a Console. We know not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about, so we are here to do it for you. Remember, this show is kid-friendly, so no wow. earmuffs are needed. I've been stumbling the past two weeks. Now Did on with the show. Did we just say that he definitely swore there? Um, no. To keep our... So we don't get our E for... Especially during that no. line. There was a... That was a swear. Your I swear. Should. I should Speaking beep of, it out so it sounds like a, a swear. Definitely a swear. That'll make a good... Uh, <laughs> that'll make a good... Uh, I am saying he said it. He that'll make a good did. TikTok on TikTok.com slash three dads in a console. I'm Wobble Plays alongside, as always, Hello Court. What's up? I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out a game to play. It's so hard. There's not enough to play this year. No, there's no, not. A, there's the, not too I many games. The issue is there's. I could get the game that I want to play, but it's a lot in Canada here. It's it's. I you have to make choices on video games, um, because they're an investment. <laughs> True. And so, like for for me, Dead Space is the game I I want to play. I I just finished playing a game that I. Didn't think I was going to love, but loved. Um, and then when I tried to go back to the game I was playing, which was Borderlands, I, as I told Pez, I can't go back into it. I can't, I can't play it. I'm out. I'm done. I'm walking away. You know, sometimes sometimes good things come to those who wait, or um, no, or you just get nothing. <laughs> That's what I think is about to happen here. The grind ain't worth it. The grind ain't worth it. Who knows? You know, sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you get nuts. So who knows? These nuts? Who knows? Speaking of these nuts, hello. The bad transition. I'm sorry. Hi, Paz. Are you for real right now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you mean? Uh, anyway, uh, hi, lads. Nuts. What's What's the crack? <laughs> Unbelievable! Got, got him, dude. Our our five, three twelve year old fans are like, oh, <laughs> oh, snapping yeah. their fingers. Oh, yeah, like, oh I just, speaking he of D's it. nuts, like he actually said it. He was like, hey, so speaking of D's nuts, <sighs> oh. you know, my father in law got me a T shirt that's a nutcracker for uh, Christmas in my stocking that said D's nuts. I immediately changed into it, and I'm just happy I found a support system that understands me. So it's an enabling system. Let's be honest; they're enabling your behavior. Next Christmas, it's going to be like now, Waba. There's a lot of good people here. They all care about you, so they're yeah. going to say some things. You can say yeah. what you got to say, and then we can yep. get on from there. Your father-in-law is going to be like, "Son, uh, I thought the T-shirt was funny, but you haven't taken it off in 365 days." You know, I respect him because sometimes, like, we'll be talking in a group text message. Believe it or not, I do text back once every quarter. And he'll be like, is this an appropriate time for a D's Nuts joke? And I'm like, yes, yes, sure my, my sweet Isn't summer there child. always the appropriate time for a D's nut. Ooh, crisis. Rem- oh, my God. I don't know what to do. I got to put my controller down. I'm turning my controller. I'm turning my console off. I can't. What's going to cash in his 401k to buy Crisis 3 Remastered? No, I have it. <laughs> I have to play. Remastered. I'm like looking at this. I'm like, OK, do I play Crisis Remastered? I could play Bioshock 2 again and then do that DLC because the Remastered give it another because pez told me i should give that game another chance because you said it's not as bad as i remember right Dude, bioshock 2 is very awesome. good the gameplay is very good i like it uh, stories, stories uh, fine but the gameplay is great mm-hmm. and minerva's den is one of the best dlcs i've ever played and if the servers are still live enjoy that multiplayer was so much fun 
The multiplayer was fun. There have been a lot of multiplayer games that were very fun, and then nobody played them. Did you guys ever play the Arkham Origins multiplayer? Didn't know it had one. Oh, man, it was so much fun. I'm with on that didn't know. It was like, I'm trying to remember. Basically, you played as Batman and Robin, and you were trying to take down, like, Joker or Bane thugs, and as, like... if thugs were getting the uh, objectives done, the highest scoring thug then turned into the boss. Yes. And you had to take down like the Joker or Bane. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. it also, seemingly no one players, I will 100% be watching a hockey game um, during the, the show today because our beloved Boston Bruins, that's right, I said our, are playing the most whiny fan base in the history of hockey the toronto maple leafs uh, also for the uninitiated there are sponsors on each team's uh, jerseys and uh toronto had the wherewithal to be sponsored by milk milk <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly which served lukewarm is exactly their taste <clears throat> just there they play like milk but so you might you might get some uh some play-by-play uh if you didn't watch the game that was not a okay. So Pez, where are you agreeing? That's that's you know he could have went so many places with the milk joke. Okay, oh, okay. well I don't live I in Toronto. It. I respect it. It is. I a do live in Toronto. And, oh, is it spiking, is it spiking so. milk sales? No, I think well, it Toronto. It's better than Arizona's being Goodwill Arena, um, or whatever. No mullet arena. No, no they're sponsored by Goodwill. Um. So we got we got some news today. Uh, what we're going to talk about, <clears throat> we're going to talk about some recent news. We're also going to be talking about some games that we've been playing, and then we're going to talk about. Are you okay? Some big announcements. <laughs> yeah, just you know, little little tickle. But you know, we we made it through. Did I we? hit that mute. I hit that Did mute we button. Make it through. We survived. We'll <laughs> got got a few more minutes to find out if that, this is the end. Went out how I want to. On this recording. Is the end. Um, big thing. E three. Um, a show that I feel like everybody wanted to attend at some point. Um, if you're a gamer, if not as a uh, consumer, as like being able to cover it or something. E3 looks like it's done. Um, so E3 notoriously has been a big opportunity for you know Sony, Microsoft, um, Nintendo, uh, occasionally Bethesda, which you know. But they used to just have these giant conferences. I know PlayStation used to let you watch it in a movie theater. You know, they was I think the last one Sony did there, right? Huge announcements. Yeah, they had like you know people there walking into different rooms, experiencing it. It was so over the top. They're not going to be there, and we're finding that things are changing. Now you have PAX, which you can see Pez and I at, which have um, you know some of the smaller game studios. Um, and it sounds like E3, if it exists, will be like a PAX, but probably not as successful because they haven't done it like this. But what are you guys' thoughts about E3? Where do you see it going? Um, this is big news. Uh, all right. So it doesn't surprise me because why would Microsoft or Nintendo or PlayStation take their capital and spend it on renting out a hall? You know, in Xbox case, it's like, the new Forza Motorsports coming out. Let's rent a Porsche for the day, right? Like, none of it makes sense because as gamers, we necessarily don't care about the stage show. Don't pay Keanu Reeves to come out 
say, oh, you're breathtaking and you're breathtaking. We don't care. Show us the game, right? So what Nintendo did and now what other companies are smartly following is the directs. The directs are the way to go, baby. The directs are the way to go. Low cost, low maintenance, easy, easier access, and get your point across in zero to 45 minutes. Um, it would not surprise me to see even uh, even stuff like PAX East lose big, big uh, developers. Uh, last year, I don't think any of them showed up. We don't know yet if any of them are going to show up this year. But the last time I went was 2018, I think, was the last one I went to, or 19, and it was only Nintendo. Like, Sony didn't show up. Uh, the one before that, Sony was there, Xbox was there, Nintendo was there. So it wouldn't surprise me. And that was also, you know, b- like right before COVID kind of took off. But that it won't surprise me if they don't come to those either, because you don't have to pay staff, you don't have to pay floor space, you don't have to pay props, you don't have to pay for any of that. You just do everything on directs. Let tabletop games, which are getting a resurgence, let smaller indie titles, let all that stuff take over the conventions. And E3 honestly doesn't need to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. There is EA doesn't need to do an EA live for an hour and a half outside at some Vista and pay Greg Miller to run it. You can just do it online, right? Ubisoft doesn't have to do that. Just do a Ubisoft Direct or call it whatever you want to call it. There is no need for the grandiose staging of announcing video games anymore. You can just do it online. And it it, it may be actually it may it may impact consumers more online because they're not dropping it. It's not like a three-day event where we're working and trying to watch everything at the same time. So I think the writing was on the wall as, you know, as an economy with, that is seeing less storefronts and like, you know, mom and pop shops shutting down and everything moving to on, online retail and digital sales. This also makes sense. So I'm 100% agreeing with Pez. I actually like the directs more now. I think it's... Um it's it's more of a hype. Like for me now, like the fact that we don't have the E3 thing, it's I, I think what happened, first of all, is the pandemic destroyed it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. these companies learned how much money they could save by not doing it. I know Xbox is still doing their showcase, which their summer showcase, which should be around the same time. But the last time they did one of these, um, you know, I got to go to one and it was amazing. What Xbox will do is they'll just be like, here's what's coming out in the next 12 months. Now, that could be huge, right? Because that could be before or after Starfield. I think it would be after Starfield releases if the March thing happens. But then that means possibly they could be showing Fable, Avowed, all these games that other games we want to see, right? So their showcase, they can do that, what they did the last time where they had one in New York, one in Los Angeles, uh, one in Toronto, and I think the other one was in Mexico. I think that's the four places they had it. And so it probably cost a heck of a lot less than doing that whole shore floor at E3 and doing that big, big presentation and paying all these people to come in when they can just do this. So my hope is that's what they're going to do. And my hope for PlayStation, to be totally honest, is they do the same thing. I wish that Nintendo and all of them, they would all do the same thing as Xbox. And they would be like, Here, here's four places to go. We're going we're gonna to have for the fans. And we're just going to have one day. I The only thing I don't like about these directs is they're all over the map. 
I, the, the thing I missed about E3 is we knew we were getting the, there wasn't the game awards. We were getting once a year where we got to see everything. Mm -hmm. And now we don't get that. So that, that bit of hype, I don't think people realize how good that hype was. So that's the one thing I'll miss from E3. But I, I totally get it. Economically, it just makes sense to not do it. Yeah, I remember listening to it at work and like getting hype on my little cubicle. Um, and it was just, it was fun. Like sometimes I would take the Friday off. Like, yeah, we just, we don't get that anymore. Well, now we can go to like in-person events, but it, people who never were in, like old enough. Oh God, this makes me sound old, but like you, you, are. you can't recapture that. And that's okay. Has um, mold. Fine. But like you mentioned the game awards, like why rent out time at this show when someone else is putting something on with sponsors foot in the bill and we can either pay or they'll let us in you know because if it's sony or microsoft or nintendo yeah get, we'll you know give us your announcement it'll help us i don't know if they have to pay for a spot um i imagine the content would drive like the ability to get sponsors and ads which is like the incentive but I, whatever the business sense is but it's probably free for the big guys um and also, too, like, influencer marketing is so much more prevalent now. So it used to be, like, you go to E3 and only, like, what is it, like, some consumers and, like, mainly the news outlets. And they have, like, you know, the working around the clock to, like, get these, like, articles up first or whatever. Um, and then you get into the part where people can now watch them streaming online. Again, I know I'm dating myself. Like, you know, now we can watch it old. from the comfort of our home. And now you have, you know, if people want to get in front of people, they use smaller outlets influencers people who can like you know play the game and tell their community that it's good or whatever their opinion is and then that can drive sales because you're talking to someone who you know instead of just giant news outlet article of site you don't care about so things are definitely shifting and it's not just with games it's with a lot of things you'll um but i think it's interesting and it, it, it's sad in a way but it's also like that's just how it has to be and i i do like the directs because now they can spend more time on it they don't have to be worry about like oh we only have an hour Let's also, shovel everything in. Also, I think a direct can be more focused. Like, again, like Court said, Xbox comes out and says, hey, these are coming out within the next six months. Shows us 45 minutes of five games. E3, it's like, okay, we need to show something. Well, you know, Ubisoft, Ubisoft comes out and goes, let's show them uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. And so they show us Beyond Good and Evil 2, and it still hasn't come out, right? Multiple times did companies say, okay, we have nothing to show them, so let's let's create this big stage show. Let's show them a game that isn't ready, that isn't a trailer. You know, we talked about, uh, well, we know about Batman Arkham Knight. So they run this beautiful CGI, PC-driven uh you know, PC driven trailer and then the game doesn't look like it. Or there was all these marketing deceptions and ploys in games that either never got released or got released way later than we thought they would because they had to show something. It had to be big and bombastic. It needed people like me and my buddies are all in a at the time, like a Facebook chat, right? So we'd be watching E3 and all of a sudden someone would come up and it's like, oh my God, did you see that? Oh my God, did you see that? Oh my God, Todd Howard's talking about Fallout 76. Oh my God. Oh my God, Brandon Carlo had a breakaway and hit the post. Brandon Carlo miffed it. Um, but now we don't have to worry about Fallout 76, Todd Howard coming up and blowing smoke up our butts, right? Or we don't have to worry about 
Diablo coming out and being like, hey, this is the game. And some guy stands up and he's like, is this an April Fool's joke, right? We don't have to worry about any Bethesda simps sitting in the audience going absolutely bananas every time Todd Howard sneezes. Like, we don't have to do any of that stuff. again? Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was it was Elder Scrolls uh, Five. It was uh, it was a Skyrim remake. Sneezed it right out. Uh, but we don't have to worry about any of that stuff because it seems now what companies are going to do is just say, "Hey, this comes out in twelve months," or like a majority of these are coming out within twelve months, and then if they get pushed back, they get pushed back. But I feel like E3 was always this pressure where you have to bring your A game, make it big, make it like a movie, make it feel cinematic and a spectacle and we're, you know, blah, blah, blah. The Michael Bay of video game showcases. And it's like, what's the point? You don't need to do that. But I was thinking, here's what I, I would love. I would love that they do the one showcase a year. And then when at the game awards, they show off the games that are not coming anytime soon. So at the game awards, we just get games that we know are not coming. So we get the hype. Like, what are they going to announce? That's where the big announcements are. But when they do their showcases throughout the year, zero announcements, unless you're doing what they did with like Hi-Fi Rush, where it's just like games out now. It's what's coming out in the next little bit. Not what's coming out in five years. What's coming out in the next little bit. But the game awards, yes. We all were watching. We're all waiting for to see what awards they are, but we're all actually secretly only there to watch the game trailers. Yeah, there needs to be a way. There needs to be a way for the big teasers, right? Like all of a sudden it's blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, it's, you know, Marcus Phoenix's face just flashes across the screen and it's like Gears of War, right? And everyone's like, oh my God, a new Gears of War game. But that isn't, you know, that was what E3 was. But now you don't have to pay for all that capital to do it. Send it off to Jeff Keighley and being like, here you go, bud. And then he's all like, world premiere. I'm Jeff Keighley. I run everything. And yeah. he's good to world go. Premiere. You're world Mario premiere. and you're Jeff Keighley. <laughs> this sound pretty much the same. <laughs> he's you're a me, my Jeff Keighley. Where's the gobble Was it yesterday when the DC was going to announce everything? They're like, just watch, just watch. Chris Pratt is Pratt Superman. Is Batman. <laughs> yeah, or Batman. Why not both? And they don't have to, they can just use them in all the video games too. Yep. Just, you know, make them everything. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash. It's all Chris Pratt. We're just in, a, it's called the Prattiverse. Oh my God. Pratt. And uh, the, the what a Flashpoint movie. is going to be called Pratt Point and it's going to be, the Pratt's from all the different universes and you're going to have Mario show up, you're going to have him in uh, Guardians, and you're going to have him from Jurassic Park. It's all going to converge. We I won't get Flashpoint. Andy from if, Parks and Rec. If you go off, then we're doing eh, nothing. Oh. So, Speaking you, of DC. Yes. yes. Since I said Big it, I might as well use that. But yeah, let's go thing. So, Court, tell us about it, because I know you're jazzed up about this. Uh, this yeah, thing. so James Gunn made an announcement, which I, at first, was a little skeptic on. Um, so James Gunn is now, in, hold on, breakaway. Uh, why is it every defenseman going on a breakaway? Um, James Gunn made an announcement and he told us what's going to be happening with the DC universe. So the way it's going to work is 
movies like the Joker and Matt Reeves, Batman are not going to be part of the DCU. They're still going to be movies. They'll still be existing in the world, but they're not going to be part of the overall um, extended universe where everything is going to be same. So everything that's going to be the same. So technically we're going to have two Batmans. That annoys me because I really think uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman is very good. And I and I love the world that Matt Reeves has created. But I get it because what they want to do here, which is very cool, is everything to do. So they're going to have TV shows, movies, and video games. And if a character is Superman in the TV show or the movie, so there will be a Superman. It's called Superman Legacy. That will be, according to James Gunn, starting the whole thing off because we're still going to get... Um, uh, it's Shazam movie that now no one wants to see for obvious reasons and an Aquaman movie that no one wants to see. There's going to be two movies that are going to come out in the DCU that, and that are almost pointless when I really think about it, because what's, what's the point of putting these movies out if they're not going to be part of anything except for the fact that flash movie, I'm going to watch it because Batman's in it. It is, it is what it Michael is. Michael Keaton's Batman. Exactly. No, that's what I just said. Batman. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get the Superman legacy movie. We're going to get the, um, what did he call the Batman one? It's gonna be it's gonna be Grant Morrison Batman, but be beyond Brave or Brave and Bold, correct? Which will be Batman, uh, the son of Batman, which is a Grant Morrison um, run in Batman. You can actually buy the graphic novel. I've been reading it right now. Um, art style is beautiful. It's when Damon Wayne is introduced because he had relations with Talia Gould and. He made he had a he had a son and it's Damon Wayne who's Damien. a psychopath, like seriously straight up psychopath. Um, sure is. So uh, that is the run of Batman we're gonna get, which is a which is a more like a James Bond type Batman. So like when he's Bruce Wayne, he's like sleeping around, very cocky, but he's actually putting on a show. Like when he's talking to Alfred and stuff in his ear, he's actually saying to Alfred, like, like are they buying it? Like he's not really that person. He's more reserved outside of that. So I really like it. It's almost like Batman has two personalities. Well, three, because yep. Batman. And then Alfred is more uh, a stronger Alfred. He's also, he does like medical stuff. Like there's all this stuff to it. We're going to be getting stuff in the Wonder Woman universe. We're going to get a TV show, Green Lanterns. So yes. there's going to be two lanterns, which is detective style, which I am very intrigued about. Um, so I'm guessing all this is going to be on HBO. But I think more related to us here is the video game part. So the fact that we're getting more video games, are we getting a Superman game? If it doesn't play like 64, I'm out. Man, I was just going to make that joke. It's not even a What do you mean one. joke? Oh, okay. Court, you skipped over the best movie that they announced. Are you talking about Blue Beetle? Was Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, dude. Oh, I didn't I didn't skip over it. I oh. the new Okay, so if you because you go because i know you you us no i just i'm a, i just uh i have fond memories go, growing up reading swamp thing so i'm very excited that they're actually going to give him a shot and it and, from what it sounds like it's going to be a more horror like movie which i am 1000 percent down with and court it as much as you like the new run of batman snyder and capillo's run they did the D, new dcu swamp thing so I know. So the idea, so, like, like, if they draw from the new comics, you know it's well written. Correct. But I don't know if they're going to. Even if they don't, I mean, it shows that that title still has. Pa- they didn't back it because the title it can be good. His run was very good. I know it kind of like fell off because they took what fifty two new things and then they narrowed their focus because 
nobody cares about you know random stuff but swamp thing's been such a cool like character and if done right they have so much material to pull from and they can make I'm them all, look I'm all in. horrifying I'm all in now swamp thing movie i also um i was a little like when I, he's like oh yeah we're canceling everything but then when he said like okay pattinson's back like great do these one-offs people love them like i as much as i like how much things integrate and trust me like i want him to be the batman the fact that they're not forcing like look how much success joker had nothing it doesn't all have to be involved when you try to involve everyone like not from the beginning you get weird things like uh whatever they put batman in like the harley quinn movie or whatever it's just but now we're about to get now we're about to get two joe possibly three different jokers so, because we have one of the Matt Reeves universe already, we have the Joker, and now we're about to get a. Well, mind you, in the Grant Morrison Joker, he, he kind of dies real quick. But <sighs> spoiler alert, he shot the face. I, yeah, I think that's okay because I think one-off movies are fine uh, to establish. You know, whatever. What does he call it? Hold on, I'm going to pull up the names of all this. He has a name I don't, for it. Because I don't. <sighs> I'm sick of I'm kind of sick of the whole Marvel thing because everything needs to tie into everything else. So everything becomes so watered down and convoluted uh, where it's it gets difficult to it gets difficult to then put the threads together without watching like, you know whatever on youtube to be like oh did you see this in phase four and when you stop watering down the product it's just not that good like some of the marvel stuff in phase four was just not that good here's what we're getting so they will peacemaker stays shocker okay superman legacy yep the authority the brave and the bold which is batman and uh robin um Supergirl, World of Woman of Tomorrow, to, Woman of Tomorrow, which will have oh, that sounds pretty good. Swamp Thing, and then you have Creature Commandos, which is I don't know what that is. Waller, Booster Gold, Lanterns, and Paradise Lost, which is Wonder Woman. And then you're still gonna have the Aquaman, uh, Shazam, and the Flash, but. That's just coming out because it doesn't even matter at this point. But he called much money invested. He called it something. Uh, keep talking, and I'll find out the name he gives. I love it. that. This weird name. First off, can I just say I love that <clears throat> DC axed Henry Cavill and decided to still keep Ezra Miller, who is a gigantic seriously tongue. Well, no, like, they didn't. So, from my understanding, is because they already filmed the movie. They did well, that. I mean, with, that doesn't well, didn't mean they, didn't they film uh, Batgirl they and they just Bat said Batgirl nope. and just threw in the trash. Yeah, but supposedly it's real bad. But she didn't do anything. She didn't assault people. No, so are the rest of the DC matter. movies. The movie's bad. This movie's bad. There's nothing she could do. They de- I mean, are we sitting here like Wonder Woman 84 was the pinnacle of cinema? Wonder Woman 84 was a trash movie that probably uh, maybe one of the worst DC movies. But also, <laughs> he mentioned something in that presentation. The Flash movie has to come out because it resets everything. That's a reset. That's fair. But I just like how they're doing all these different characters. Um, like, you know, like you said, like Robin, like so Ro- we haven't gotten a great Robin in my opinion, even no, the one no, where we've never had a good Robin. What about the one where uh what was it? God, the end of the the, Batman, of the Batman, Batman trilogy. Batman, no, and he's like, 
Oh yeah, your your legal name, Robin. <laughs> okay. Screw that movie. I was in a full theater and that happened and I booed. Take back your destiny. It's so weird. She was like, Oh, you should go by your original name, Robin. And I stood up and I was like, Boo And uh, How do you say that with a straight face? A couple of nerds yelled at me and my wife was like, Sit down. And I'm oh, like, King I will Shark not sit down. <laughs> you start throwing like a tom- like cabbage at the screen. <laughs> yeah, I do I love br- that we're gonna get a bunch of uh, we're gonna get uh the Waller is gonna be an animated we're gonna get some animated stuff, which I That's like. That's gonna be she's a great good, character. their animated stuff is good. Mm-hmm. Their animated stuff is best. I well, we're gonna get a violent of- Robin, hopefully. Like, and he's a kid, which is cool. I hope that they take a lot of inspiration from Kickass because I feel like Hit Girl is the Robin that we could, like. It's like that type of character that we could get. Um, you know, got a tood, lethal, short. I just love how we're getting Shazam still, The Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, Peacemaker season two, Joker two, Batman two, Gotham Knights, Superman and Lois, and Pennyworth, and none of it matters. Yeah. We're not even getting uh, Black Adam two. I thought the unit, the, oh, the whole and James Gunn everything has shifted. Henry Cavill was not fired. He just wasn't hired. Big distinction. Too bad the Rock can't sell us on uh, Black Adam to the streets. I was in. I'm still. Of course, you, know, I'm you, still you were the on only hope. one in. You were the only I, one in after seeing I that movie. Love that movie. Um, but you know, so it goes. It's I don't know. It's cool. It's interesting because I, I I also like that they did this and like I do appreciate how like head on Gun is with like a lot of these things. He's like. We made some tough decisions and decisions not everyone's going to like. He's like, but he's like, we have a vision, we have a plan, and I'm going to share it with you in five minutes. And I thought that's like really good. I feel like, first off, not enough like entertainment companies don't have to, but I feel like it goes a long way to do something like that. Um, acknowledging that the decisions you've made, like, you know, that it's being negatively received, um, but also to share. And I think it's like totally done a 180. Um, and also, too, I saw another quote from him where he's like, I think like Zachary Levi, I don't know what was said, but he's like, I don't have to agree with everything my actors say. Oftentimes, actors and directors don't agree on everything. Yeah, and it's just such an interesting take. Right now. No, fair. I haven't seen like what it is, but it just it seems like such a different take than I feel like what we've seen. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's I I don't think we've seen something like this before because frankly, Marvel's the only one to do it. And to just push the reset button, I don't recall another entertainment time that's done this but i want to ask you guys what do you like more right now marvel tv or marvel movies i would say i think the answer is pretty easy right now running dodging oncoming traffic yeah, it's yeah, it's tough to pick I don't, one. I honestly, I, I think don't their TV think, shows are good. I think I don't the think, thing. The only reason I say that, and here's my here's my take on it. The reason I say that is because WandaVision was very good. Oh, you're talking about now? Okay. Yeah, no, um, no, 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 no. I'm talking about now. Their TV shows right now, the Marvel TV shows that you get on Disney Plus, I think are better because we're flushing out characters, right? Like if we look at WandaVision, we got a lot to do with, and it was it went from like light to very dark, and it was a very well done thing. Loki is a good TV series. I'm not saying all of them are good. She Hulk was decent. Um, uh, Hawkeye was. Meh. I thought I liked Hawkeye a lot. Yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't it it. It wasn't like Loki and and WandaVision are just 
they're S tier, right? They're very, very well done. Very good actors and actresses in it. It's it's very well done. Um, but they also flush out very cool characters that we don't get a lot of screen time in the movies as well. So we're getting more of these characters. And I think that's where you have the problem. Like when Doctor Strange came out, everybody was like, oh, this is great. I'm like, was it though? Without WandaVision, is this movie any good? Fair. I mean, Marvel's phase four movies were terrible. Wakanda Forever, I thought was really good. Um, I haven't Namor, seen it. Namor, Namor is very good. Holy save Allmark. What are the other movies, though? Like, I can't even recall them. Like, that's like how tough it's been. Uh, Black Widow. Not good. Uh, Shang-Chi. Fine. Have very it. good. Haven't Eternals. seen, unfortunately. Eternals really bad. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. It wasn't that good. Spider-Man No Way Home. I didn't think it was that good. I, I loved it. I know you I loved the loved fact it that you had to uh, On second watch, I was like, okay, it's not that good. Nerds. Uh, Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Loved. I loved it. Um, and then <laughs> well, Wakanda Forever. I just, well, I love. I, I get attached to some of these like actors, like as the characters too. So okay. I think that's it too. Um, the TV shows, I. I guess I, I also like, as you know, I'm impatient. So I like kind of like a two hour, two and a half hour experience instead of like a longer show. But again, if mm. they show like WandaVision, like I wish that went on longer because it was so good. Um, I think, are you are I, you saying that you oh they, they're reviewing this? Oh, I think if you go through the TV shows, you'll realize there's only a couple of good ones and the rest aren't that good. WandaVision. Great. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not good. Loki, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what There's if? No are we counting it. what if as part of the MCU? If so, what if? Uh, it it is. It is part of the MCU. Because yeah. think about it. Part of the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, it comes from what if. Yep. Um, Hawkeye, not bad. Not great, but not bad. Moon Knight, honestly, didn't enjoy it. Oh, as as I, I thought that was Moon I Knight. forgot about that. I like that. <laughs> I didn't uh, like Miss um, Marvel. Miss Marvel. I didn't like it. I I didn't like the 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 style of it. Um, I, I thought she was good. Oh, I haven't seen that. Your little Pez loved that, didn't she? She did not. She watched like oh. two episodes. Was like, yeah. So I don't. I think the TV was better, but that's because the movies in Phase Four weren't good, and they didn't have there was they didn't point to anything. They didn't point to anything. The only thing that was pointed to phase five was Loki. Yeah. At the end, right? No, nothing else was a poignant direction to phase five. Well, no, None I of think one division and Loki were, but that's yeah. it. Like that's, that's it. it. None of the other movies or even other TV shows, all that did phase four was literally just a introduction phase. To then Were they start, too busy just making awesome Star Wars shows? To then uh, make Phase 5, uh, which is going to now be the Kang Dynasty. Which I, which, which is sad because they started off with Ant-Man. And like, he's, Paul Rudd is a good actor, but that is the perfect movie that should be a TV show. Because Ant-Man is Ant-Man. Make it a TV show. Make it like a comedy TV show or something like that. But don't make Kang... This powerful god, his first movie, Ant Man. Well, he's. I like, you're right. I like Paul Rudd. I like the character of Ant Man. I feel like he can't carry a movie, though, and he's gotten three. 
And not Paul Rudd, I mean the character. I thought one was very good. I thought one needs to exist because you have to have them in the future ones. Why? It wasn't good anyways. Well, if they had... I like to tell you this right now. I just thought it was... I'm going to ask you through a question. I know Pat watched everything. Here's my question. If Disney Plus already existed out of phase one, two, three, which are TV shows and which are movies? Fair. I think Ant-Man would do better for... Or maybe not Because you know some of that would have been a TV show, right? So which ones are TV shows? I don't think you give Ant-Man his own show. <laughs> I think you either give him a movie or you make his story part of someone else's storyline. Yeah. But Honestly, like yeah. High espionage movie, TV show, is he not? I mean, you could, but I just feel like three or four episodes of him not doing Ant-Man things would have been... <laughs> like you just have to have a regular, a, just big, being a regular white dude. We're going to bask in Robbins for two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm going to be dragged to the new Ant-Man movie. Cause little Pez is very excited about it. She's all in on Marvel. So I yeah, yeah. take into even the bad stuff. So, Oh, I am going to see it opening week. Let's we'll be, see, you know, we'll let's be honest. I've I'm already go got see. a DC girl and my daughter. Like, I showed her the James Gunn thing and she's like, Ooh, I'm like, honey, you're going to be old enough. Like you're going to get to see all this. I like, also, I like the first Ant-Man movie. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was, it was, I didn't like the second one. I did like the first one. It was quirky. You didn't answer my, you didn't answer my question. Do you, does winter soldier, even though it's the best movie, does he do? Maybe they don't make a movie and they make a TV show just about him. And then they make that movie. You know what I mean? That they just make like winter soldier, Captain America, winter soldier was, but do you think Winter Soldier would have got his own TV show? Like, which of the movies of the characters would have got a TV show? None. None, because they all played an important role in the in, in Infinity War. So, so they then they, they wouldn't. They got a streaming service. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. It they, doesn't matter. It you doesn't have, matter what you your streaming services. It's because. Uh, they don't need so those guys don't need their own series these these guys the ones with the series wanda wanda got her own wanda and loki got their own series to go into phase five let's be honest that was the plan right um but she hulk moon knight uh basically kate bishop um Miss Marvel, they're all getting this series because they're not a draw in the movies. Paul Rudd gets a movie because it doesn't matter if Ant-Man's a draw, but Paul Rudd's a draw. Yep. And he brought people into the movies. So, yeah, slap it a base. So, yeah, slap it a base. So, um, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think any of the first couple phases would have been movies. I mean, would have been TV shows. If anything, honestly, if anything, based on how the first couple movies went, you give Thor a TV show because mm. his first two movies were terrible. Agreed. He actually has only had one good movie. He's had more movies than anybody. Yeah, and his, it's uh, Ragnarok is his best one. I didn't enjoy Love and Thunder, even uh, on a second watch when I was like, okay, this is being told to us by Korg. I still didn't like it. I'm agreeing. Korg is telling the story of that movie, which is why it's all wacky and weird and funny because I he like obviously third, idolizes Thor. I thought the first one was good. Mm. 
But also, every Thor movie is just uh, Loki okay, betraying can, can him we, at some point. Can we put out a poll here um, and admit that Waba says things are good that are not? That's not true. Hmm. I think Pez is good. That's not Ooh, nice. See, he's breaking. God. He's breaking his own. He's breaking his own thing. <laughs> You're like, might be onto something. I love how Pez is. He's like, he's like, yeah, everything, everything Waba says does suck. And then I'm like, yeah, Pez is good. He's like, you know what? Waba's lying right now in front of all of you. Like, Change yeah, my mind. Mid sentence. <laughs> be a good politician, Pez. Thank you. Um. So yeah. Uh. Last topic before we get into some individual games. Um. That we've been doing. Uh. Star Wars. Uh. Delayed. So another big release that we're all looking forward to. Um. Delayed. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was nope, going to release. Nope. nope sorry. Nope, Star that Wars game is not delayed because it's already been released. That game was released for like four years ago. Sorry. It's a very it's good a, game, though. Star Wars Jedi colon Survivor. I don't like the... Well, I'm not going to get into the, the Just title. call it Jedi Survivor and it's just easier. Do you not like the Jedi's colon? <gasps> <gasps> no, oh, I understand that the series is Star Wars Jedi. And then it's the game name is Survivor. Not today, Pasta. It's just not it's not a good title. Um the syntax I feel like is poor. I anyway, have, I was kind of hoping for a Jedi Fallen Survivor. I was hoping well, I for Star Wars Jedi good. to the Streets. Battlefield uh Battlefront 3 the streets. the streets. Um but it is delayed. It's delayed 6 weeks and I find it interesting that this is such a story because like literally they could have just changed it on all the websites and I don't think anyone would have noticed. Not because people aren't looking forward to it, but because all the delays that are coming up are people coming out like, "Yeah, we're sorry, we got to delay it a year, we got to delay it 6 months." They're like, "Yeah, we just need to like wait till Tim comes back from like PTO and then we can like roll this game out." Um are you folks disappointed? I mean, obviously, I know we all believe um, delays are good, but are you surprised how much attention this is getting for six weeks? I think it's because it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. The Star so, War- Wars nerds, nerds. And it's also a game that uh, the the first one was released at the end of the year, and everybody was kind of mad because it never got nominated for Game of the Year, and mm. I still think it should have won. Um, and then when the following year came, it didn't matter because it's so late, right? It's just one of those things. It just it also looks really good, and I think I think it's people. It's some people's most anticipated game this year, right? Like you've got Legend of Zelda for all you Nintendo nerds, but then you you've got what Starfield for Xbox, Spider Man for PlayStation. But this is the most anticipated third party game. For sure, it's it's probably either that or Hogwarts. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Some might say it's the best. Right? Yeah, some might say that Star Wars Survivor is the best. I would up third party. I would. I, I love Star Wars. There's yeah. no Batman game, so Star Wars wins. I don't know. I'm 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 excited for it, but I just I I'm, I'm I am very surprised how much attention it's getting for six weeks. Um, and the interesting part is a lot of people seem relieved. They're like, oh, good. Like now, I can like finish like the last game before to play this one. It's such a weird response where they're talking about it a lot, but everybody's either happy or just indifferent. And I feel like I've never seen that when something's been delayed. Like I even was like, oh, like good, good. That'll give me some breathing room to play stuff. Yeah, I'm indifferent uh, because the month before, the month before. Hogwarts comes out and they're saying it's you know completionist run could be up to a hundred hours. Oh god, I don't have a hundred hours. Yes, you do. So 
I'll give you your list. So in February, we have Deliver Us to Mars, Hogwarts Legacy, Tomb Raider Reloaded, Wild Hearts. Some people care for that. That's a Pez game. Atomic know. Hearts, which comes to Game Pass, which is on February 21st. I'm excited for Atomic Heart. Like a Dragon Ishin. A lot of people are excited for that. Oh, PS- I need to actually excited yep. for that. PSVR yep. 2 comes out on February 22nd. So that gets your Horizon, Moss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it gets you all the, the those. That's just Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Um, no one cares. Octopath Traveler 2 at the end of the month. And then Destiny 2 Lightfall care. is at the end of the month. And then... Where PGA Tour? I see a picture for it, but when's the game coming out? Anyways, I'll keep going. Wulong Fallen Dynasty, The Last of Us Part One on PC is in March. Isn't EA Wulong... Sports PGA Tour? I don't know, Whatever it is. No, isn't it? Uh, isn't that going on Game Pass? Isn't that? Yeah, there's everything goes on Game Pass. Yeah, that game looks sick. Uh, Resident Evil Four is in March. MLB The Show, Pez. Yeah, buddy, mm-hmm. we could. Yes, we, we we knew who Jad Chisholm was, and Wab was going to play it this year because it's on Game Pass. They told me it was his name was Jazz, and I'm like, like the music, like the the music, the Utah Jazz. Does he play jazz? Does he enjoy jazz? And they're like, we don't care. In March, <laughs> Pez, we get MLB the Show on the 28th, and we also get System Shock. Um, how dare we not mention the biggest release, Peppa Pig World Adventures. What do you mean it's not on the list? Check the list again. Well, I'm, dude, that's going to be one of the biggest games in my house. It is the most anticipated. Our our channel. I think we should. Oh, I absolutely. Two Hmm? players. And then we have Mega Man in April, Minecraft, Dead Island 2, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So yeah, so in the month of April, it is coming out by itself. There's a Star Trek game coming out, Resurgence. And then you have Redfall in May, followed by Legend of Zelda a week later. And you have, also in May, you have Suicide Squad. And then in June, we have Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6. And in July, nothing. No, that's it. June's a big month for me. I'm going to spam low hard kick until I make my way past the first rank. It's going to be sick. So, Waba, Street Fighter 6 comes out on the 2nd. Diablo 4 comes out on the 6th. You won't even play Street Fighter. You have four days to master Kami and take her to the take her to the goal. Otherwise, Uh, the biggest thing is soccer is not even a diamond. There's early play on Diablo 4. Like, you're not playing anything else. So, once June hits, for people that are listening... Wob is going to play Diablo and nothing else. I am because I, I hear not even death can save you from me. You know, I oh. also can hear that by that time, if the deal goes through, that's on Game Pass. <laughs> Look at Wob; he's looking at the huge. ground just like <laughs> oh it's just—it's just very weird. I know I say this every single episode. I'm not—I don't know, man. I still, you know, I'm—I'm just—I'm just an old boomer here, you know. What, I pay my taxes. I fax. I fax my documents to the post office. Like I don't know about all these free things you get on Game Pass. It's still very, hey, interesting. Will be the show. You know what? Day and day you, know what? Pass. you know what's slated to come out in May? Wrestle Quest. Let's go. Oh. I'm just finally. That game. That's on Game Pass. Day and date. 
I'm st- it says uh, it's a, it says May TBC, so it might get pushed back. But oh boy, yeah. is that ooh the one boy. with Macho Man on the front? Yeah, yes, it's uh, it's the one I got to play. And Jeff Jarrett called me a jobber. That is, and then uh, he raised my hand. Jeff freaking Jarrett. I I wonder if he'll be there. Um, at Dude, PAX this time. This I bet they're gonna have a presence. I want him to to on video to call me slap nuts. Oh, we also have Assassin's Creed and Marvel Spider Man. It's too much yeah, stuff. Marvel, Spider Man, and what November? And no, NHL twenty four, Avatar. I mean Frontier, NHL, Pandora. obviously the biggest one. Yeah, obviously. if they don't change it, I'm out. Like I just can't with that game. It's fine. Well, I know we've talked about some games that are coming up, but let's talk about some games that we've been playing. So there are several uh, reviews up on our channel that you can see more in depth. But let's talk about some games. Uh, Pez, you first. You got to play. Uh, Spongebob. I got to play French or Spongebob. I got to play Spongebob Squarepants, The Cosmic Shake by Purple Lamp Games. Uh, and it is, it is a Spongebob. From Le Quebec? Two hours Spongebob. later. Uh, it is a very fun, it is a very easy platformer. Uh, it is not open world. It gives you the kind of it gives you the allure of being open world, but it's actually a pretty direct and linear platformer. It's a lot of fun. It's goofy. The uh, if you have kids who are SpongeBob fans, they're gonna love it. If you're a SpongeBob fan, you're gonna love it. There's a lot of throwbacks to the show. Uh, obviously, they use a lot of the source material very very well. All your loading screens are like are random and it's that guy being like two hours later and it's just <laughs> <That's really good. laughs> uh, it made while I was playing it it made me giggle um, the voice acting is really good I don't know if they got the actual actors or just imitated I- imitating voice actors but it seems like all the the uh, the voices that should be there are there um, again, there's a big plethora of characters. There's no microtransactions. There's like 30 plus costumes that you buy with all the jelly you pick up. All of them references to the show. Uh, I had a good time playing it. Um, I would. I only played it once. I'm not going to go back to it, uh, but I enjoyed my time with it. Doesn't seem like a very long game. Um, I probably put like 10 or 12 hours into it, and I probably had another five to seven more. Um so it was good. Is it on Game Pass? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think nope. that's Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Mm-hmm. But it's by the same studio who made Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. So if uh, you enjoyed that. Bo- Bikini Bottom Rehydrated was on PlayStation Plus. So if you enjoy that, um, that same art style is in this new one where it's kind of like the 3D, kind of like taken from the movies. And uh they had, you know, they're not remastering an old game. They actually were able to do their own thing. So I enjoyed it. It's forty dollars. It's not sixty, so it's a forty dollar game. If you got forty bucks kicking around and you're a big fan of the Spoonge, give it a shot. Right on. And again, full review on his on uh, the YouTube. And I would say check out that review first off because Pez does an insane intro yeah, as the uh, the captain. The captain. Give us a little little preview. No, Captain, my throat hurts. Captain Redbeard showed up, so you got to go check it out. Three dads on a console. YouTube.com slash three dads on a console. Hell yeah. Get the old old shanty. (laughs) Give me the old shanty. (laughs) Court, you and I have been playing um, a game, and I want to lead off with you. It's called Season, A Letter to the Future. 
Um, tell us your impressions about it. Well, I'm going to try and not, because it's not a long game, and I feel that the story is integral to the game, and I, I honestly think that any any type of giving away of anything that happens in the game is almost like a spoiler. I'll, I'll try and keep it as simple as possible. You're a character named Estelle who is trying to figure out what the season seasons are all about and you go into this world and you take photographs you take audio recordings and you sketch to jot down your memories and keep track of everything to let the future know about what you're experiencing and the thing i loved about the game so much is it was it was an experience especially the audio recordings um, yes. you would be shocked to where you would get sound and there would be certain elements that would give conversations that you could hear of that was still there and it was very calming as you ride your bike throughout throughout this world which cool enough has dual sense capabilities so you actually could feel the pedals and there was some resistance as you ride your bike going yep. up hills and so on and so forth but there was always something to look off in the distance and it wasn't like you were just doing things for no reason there always seems to be a purpose you can actually finish the game rather quickly but um I took a lot of beaten pass. I actually was pretty impressed when the, the trophies finally popped and I was only missing two. I was like, wow, okay. I really did take my time with the game. But uh, there's a lot of, there's a great little cast of characters that you get to meet throughout. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered and there's a, there's, there's a cool mystery behind the game. And I actually want more because I don't feel it was answered at the end of the game. What about, yeah, what, you, what were your takes, Waba? So I've spent several hours. I've not finished it because, again, I feel like I'm going a little slower than I would. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. Like, even the beginning, it, it, the themes in it are memory and, like, you know, a lot to do with, like, you know, are we living in the past? Are we living in the now? And, like, how do we preserve the future? And they carry these themes on the whole time. And it's not, like... It doesn't throw it in your face, which I like. It's just very woven into literally everything that's there. But it's very subtle at times. Um, I do like how it's the game. There's a section that's it's not open. Well, I would say it's open world, but it's a very contained. It's like there's a bunch of different things, um, points that you can go to. You can choose to go to them. You cannot. Maybe you find something there that you want to bring back. Like, you know, you pass by a... Uh, like a payphone at one point and then other places you find like a number to call in and you can choose to do that or not. It's not going to like ruin the game if you do or don't. And there's also places you can choose to go to or not. Um, you can um, take pictures or recordings in the areas and like uncover the mystery or not. Like you don't have to finish it all. It's cool how it doesn't like, and there's things you can miss and not and like interactions. I just like how there's just so much like, it reminds me a lot like journey um, where everyone, like I feel like you'll have your own experience um and some things are going to resonate more with you than others um you know there's one um instance where they were the the idea of like leaving physical things behind and like choosing what to take was like approached and like for me that's a big deal because i love like stuff and to think like okay you have to choose and like the reasons behind it and i was like oh my gosh like i you know i kind of feel for this person and then like i don't know it was just I, it, it makes you kind of think, and I'm not used to that in games. Um, but yeah, and it, it, the art, the art style is great. You know, listening to these different people's you know stories and characters, and I'm I'm definitely gonna finish it. And you know, you can either I, I find myself in the current area. You know, someone's trying to show me around, and I just 
stopped following. Hopefully, he's not still waiting for me. <laughs> but um, I'm oh, just kind of finding out what to explore. That's not nice. I didn't want to, but uh, I happened upon things, and um, you know, my man kind of kind of left if me I, in the if dust. I told you, you get a trophy by following the little boy. I know you do, and that's why I'm trying to find him. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> I'm not finishing this game without finding him. I'll spend an hour. But I think they did a really good job with it. I think it's definitely, um, you know, like in terms, like it's definitely a slower paced game. And I know we just talked about like a lot of like, you know, big experiences and like probably more intense ones. But if you're looking something to just chill out in the evening, like this is such a good thing to pick up. And, uh, you know, you can just pick it up where you left off. So, yeah, like it. Um, So that's a season, a letter to the future. Um, last game, just want to talk about quickly, and I'm only going to go into a little bit. Is uh, I played Fashion Police Squad, <laughs> very different game um, to the two we just talked about. It's a pixel first person shooter, and it's basically Doom, um, but instead of like vanquishing your enemies, uh, they just don't dress well. So kind of like me, and you shoot them with different guns that will help their style, and then they transform and they're happy. And I know that seems kind of like silly, like, you know, what's a drop? Basically, if you like Doom, this is Doom. The pickups, the armor are like mocktails, like you can find like watches and loot. They have secrets you can find. It's literally the gameplay is Doom, um, but different enemies, you can only like attack them with certain weapons. And it was just fun just running around and like seeing this world. And at the end, like you have like this like magic, like fashion glove and you can just teleport and whack people like it's like right out of Jojo um, if you're an anime person. And I, <laughs> I, I, I would definitely like, you know, recommend like checking it out. Um, you know, again, all our reviews for these games are on our YouTube channel. If it's something you like, if you like old school, like shooters like that, it's great. And again, your, you know, parent show, you're not actually like killing anyone. You're just shooting them with a paintball gun, with a tailoring gun, with, you know, uh, you're, you know, removing the neon from their shirt. Um, and you're just making them like nobody dies. They just sit there cheering for you. Um, so it's just a silly game that we've you know been playing and glad I picked it up. Fashion Police Squad. Also, I realized this while recording. Um, FPS is an abbreviation for Fashion Police Squad. So didn't know. I don't know if it's intentional, but um, yeah, they make a good uh, Doom clone. But I think it's definitely way more silly. So now let's hop into uh, another big topic that we've been talking about. Last of Us episode three just came out. Oh my god! I totally forgot we were going to talk about that on my list. Um, we don't have um, to, I mean, we can talk about it. I know we're, you know, kind of close two, to time, but, you know, this things. is a big impact. Though, so, Pez, take it away. Two things. One, uh, probably the, one of the only times I cried watching TV. Uh, legitimately, like, sobbing. Uh, two, uh, all you freaking dorks out there that are upset that it was not in the game, but it was on TV and blah, 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 like, Welcome to writing a TV show. You need to get people invested in your characters. So giving them a backstory that you see because hello TV, uh, a video game can give you drops that you can read over time. A TV show cannot be like, Hey, here's a letter from Frank. Go read it later. Uh, you have to see the relationship to then get the drama behind it. This is a television show. My friends, I thought it was well-written. I thought it was incredibly acted. Uh, Nick Offerman, seems to just play those roles perfectly, right? <clears throat> Bill was basically Apocalypse Ron from Parks and Rec and, you know, acted pretty much acted the same way. Um, 
And I thought the guy that played Frank was, it was incredibly well done. It was strong. It was, it garnered emotion, uh, at least for me. And it was very different from the first two episodes. And I liked, I liked that it kept you on your toes of what is to come because now they're going to potentially look into other deeper relationships than just surface level stuff like yeah in the game we know that frank uh, that bill and frank were lovers right but like this show the episode was totally different and showed showed us stuff that we that we don't that is never seen in the game that draws a connection into this couple and then makes bill a more maybe a more relatable character but a better character because he has a fleshed out backstory that we saw happen in real time so i thought it was very good i think all the people who are being incredibly homophobic about it uh, are always going to be homophobic about anything. I think if it was the same scene, but with a man and a woman, you wouldn't hear people making the same stink about it. Um, and I think the dorks who are crying because it wasn't in the game are just dorks. And if we're going to allow things to quote unquote, break the video game curse, sometimes it has to do. Sometimes it has to be different from the game you played. That's it. Dorks. I love, so I agree I with everything, word. including the dorks comment, but I, 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 I'm so confused on what people are getting frustrated about that because it wasn't in the game. Well, one, all that happened was if we remember the letters and so on and so forth, instead of Bill making the decisions he made in the game, Neil Druckmann and the writers were like, what happens if Bill does what Frank wants him to do? Yeah. So then that, so we got the multiverse of the last of us and we got to see a different spike. So instead of Frank being, uh, instead of Bill being this stubborn guy, it's, this is the way it's going to be. He made a choice when they're out in front of the house when, when Frank asked to do those things, because I don't want to give everything away. Mm-hmm. And Bill made it, Bill made a choice. And in the show, Bill made the choice to, to, to open up and let Frank in instead of the opposite, which happened in the game and what we got to see. But you also got to remember in the game, every, the reason everything is happening is for totally different reasons. In this, the, the motivation is, um, Joel is trying to get to his brother. Like that's all the motivation in this the whole time. So, um, and also if you remember in the game, it's all about action. You can't do this type of story in a game because it's just, no one's going to play it, but it's a TV show so they can do it. So, and, and for people that are complaining, um, Neil Druckmann co-wrote this whole show. So cry me a river, dig me a lake. That is all. And your dogs. There we go. Yeah, I mean, excellent. Um, you know, I, I definitely missed the bill from the game, but I don't think it needed to be there. Like, you have the game for one experience, and the show's definitely going in a different direction. And while, like, I just feel like this, it's a different direction than people looking into, like, oh, it's a shot-for-shot adaptation. That's not what this is. And I think they made that pretty clear. And you still get that experience in the game if you want it. Like, if you want to see, like, you know, Bill and Elliot interact you can look up the clips you can play the game like it's still there and they're taking di- like a different spin on it and this whole show or this whole episode um it seems like this is something like in a game you would find through like like there's other characters in the game you you find notes and you find like things about them like that's their backstory this is that in real time so again when i say you know i would have liked you know that's it's it's one of those things where the direction they went 
was a different direction than I think I anticipated, but it's not one that I feel was wrong or like any less impactful because I thought everything in that episode, like everyone acted, you know, the acting was great. Like it was definitely like a very powerful episode of TV. And also too, like you're having people watch it who don't know the game. So like, you're not tied to a story. Like you can make it whatever you want. Like if they (laughs) like, you don't have, it's not, it's, it's an adaptation, but it's not like a frame by frame. Granted they do that. But they don't have to. And I mean, we've already seen changes that people have accepted. So, like, I mean, there is just another change. Like, why? Like, their, I don't know. Their main quote unquote villain changed. Right. The whole reason this whole thing is happening is different. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. It's like, well, listen, nerds, if you if you want shot by shot, you need to not be OK with it. So they're just being selective. And like I said earlier, uh, HBO isn't going to just have Nick Offerman sitting in, in the rain in 2023 listening to audio logs of Frank being like, oh, Bill, I've loved you so much. Like, it doesn't work that way. It just in games, it works because as you're listening to Frank's audio log, you're shooting this zombie in the face. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work that way in TV, dum dums. I have enjoyed seeing games. I have enjoyed seeing like what happens before. Like I know they had like the the interview and then they had the um you know the scientist and now they this basically this this happened at the beginning. You got to see, you know, Doomsday Prepper Bill and kind of like what happened before. And Joel even, even talks to Ellie at that one part when they're walking. And I, I, I I'm trying not to spoil. He gives yeah. the reason for the outbreak. It's not just the theory that everybody was saying, it was more right. than one thing. It was almost like a Batman thing in Batman than the first one where it was like combination of things does this. And that was kind of what he explained. He was like, it wasn't just this one thing, which was the theory everybody had. It was also this. And when it those was, two things combined, it made an, it had an issue. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed as uh, Mr. Freeze saying, ice to meet you. Just be cool. Can we everybody at least you? This is a minor spoiler, but can we be as a Bostonian? Can we just say how proud that this region was when Cumberland Farms was used as a location. Dude, Cumbies, let's go. 99 cent iced coffees, and they are delicious. I was like, I feel like everybody from this area was just the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of like, oh, like pointing yeah. to the thing, like everybody. And that's like the first thing I saw on like Twitter where everyone was just like, oh, oh my gosh, Cumbies, shout out. Can I not see any more of the five miles out of Boston memes? I'm done with those. <laughs> those, are really, those are really funny. <laughs> Ten miles out of Boston. There's a waterfall. I did look up where uh, where, where Lincoln Mass was. It's very uh, there's it's an a open little field different. Of, there's a giant field of the smashed up plane. It's actually in yeah. Alberta. <laughs> yeah. Ten miles outside of Boston. You're definitely not finding any fields at all. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln Mass is not uh, that. It's not 10 miles. No, but. uh, easy K in the chat at youtube.com slash three dads on console. Uh, we talked about this last week, but the events of the last of us part two in the second season thoughts. I still say part two is two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they're going to show the whole. You, first I, game I think story. Get, yeah. I think we get, we get two seasons. It just Theoretically they should anyway, because yeah, hashtag long. money you know independent of the story like they can hashtag very long i honestly thought originally that part one would be two seasons 
but the I'm way they're doing not. it, I'm like, I guess not. I'm glad it's not. I would, I, I would, I wouldn't be able to wait. But why? Because I thought for sure the David part would be the ending of season one, so winter would be the end, and then we would start into the next, and we would go right from the the ending to the next episode. Like we would just keep going. You know, I'm why? interested. I'm interested if they treat other characters. I mean, I I don't think we'll get as I don't think long and impactful. Because, but I wonder yeah. if we'll get uh, some form of backstory before meeting them or during well, I, meeting them. I think what we're gonna get is we're gonna meet two characters in the next mm-hmm. episode, and then we're gonna get the outcome of said two characters in the next episode. In the the one after that, because well, like you can't if you're gonna meet them to build up. The heartbreak. I, I think you need more than. Yeah. Well, no. Bill only got one episode. Yeah. You get an hour and a half episode. I don't know. So, but we I mean, we'll see. To come. There's about to be a, a truck that's going to come around and try and kill everybody next week. There's, oh, there's so many. Like even seeing um the preview, I'm like, the there's like the preview in the trailer. Yeah. So I'm not giving anything away. There's just there's so many like little scenes that I just can't like wait for too. But like, when are we getting left behind? Like we know that's coming. So when are we getting it? That's a whole episode. So, fun fact: never played that uh that DLC. So I'm excited to. See fun fact: do. that is impossible and embarrassing. And if you don't play it, we're no longer friends. Is is it included with the? Uh, yes. Can I just go into it like yes. with the um remaster version? You know what? The ending of it is very hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's this really depressing thing. You should go ahead and play it. <laughs> you should play it. It is. It's very All good. Right. All right, fine. I'll play it. Jeez. Boom. Don't you want so, your platinum? I'm, I, I barely got one trophy in that game. Forget about platinum. That game is impossible. Um, what they do to you. I platinumed but, it. Okay. Okay. Sure. I, you, I, I platinumed it. Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you guys were such um, challenging survival horror game enthusiasts. It's my favorite know? game of all time. You didn't know I have two Platinums. One of them is definitely The Last of Us and not Lego Batman 3 and Rocket League. <laughs> it's definitely Rocket League because I remember when he got that one. Oh, I yep. need to finish Lego Rocket Batman League. Batman 3 that I got on Vita. Let's go. I respect that so much. Um, any final thoughts before we uh, head out for... No. There, there's a lot of talk from IGN about uh, a Vita 2. Should, should, should Sony do it? The uh, quick and dirty answer is yes, but if it's pr- proprietary memory cards, then no. Next. <laughs> honestly g- great answer love the take clip it ship it uh, um folks that has been that has been the episode so thank you so much for spending time with us if you had fun please make sure to like and subscribe on youtube.com slash three dads and console if you're interested in any of the three games we talked about spongebob uh fashion police squad and um also season please check out our youtube for full reviews from the three Jordy. of us and the burns are uh no, Damn. Derek. I love his dog Forbert. Dude, Forbert eats pucks. Assisted by Trent Frederick. Ooh, what a what a gem! Let's go. He was a nice fool. <laughs> um and yeah, hopefully you folks enjoyed. Uh, we also, if you're listening to the audio, if you want to see us like cheer in the background when the Bruins score, you can also check us out. We uh, record live at 7:30 Eastern time on Wednesday, and uh, next week we're going to be talking about um. The biggest game that's come out from uh, Xbox right now, um, Hi-Fi Rush. So you'll be able to listen to us uh, in our room. Do you want it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you folks for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! When is our anniversary?